Welcome to the Release Your Blocks podcast. I am your host, Victoria Bond. I am a spiritual empowerment coach. I help teach others to show up to their potency so they can fulfill their mission here on earth. I'm so glad you are here. And if you are interested in becoming a medium, if you're interested in becoming a life coach, or if you're interested in shifting your life from the 3D to live more in the 5D reality, then check me out, book a clarity call, and let's get chatting. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of Release Your Blocks. I'm Victoria Bond. And before we dive into today's episode, I just want to tell you that this is an interview that we recorded over a year and a half ago with Marlene Cronin, and it's all about light language. So Marlene Cronin is an absolute incredible medium, a guide, a mentor, and she does a lot of light language. So you can find her on YouTube. She does many, many lives on YouTube with light language. And what I really wanted to do was to get her on Facebook so I could share with my audience about light language and answer any of the questions that they had. So this was a really, really cool interview that we did. And I just thought, you know, I really wanted to share it with you guys as well. Not so it just gets lost somewhere on Facebook from a year and a half ago. So I decided to repurpose this. There are so many people that are asking me about what light language is, um, you know, is it speaking in tongues? Where, where are the, you know, how are we channeling it? What planets is it coming from? All of those types of things. And I myself do light language, um, but if it wasn't for Marlene Cronin, I really don't think that I would have had the confidence to start doing it with my clients and um, within my programs and my groups and really um, be implementing it in my life. So I personally had a reading with Marlene Cronin a few years back now, and um, it was a fantastic reading. And she really did encourage me to utilize the light language that was coming through. And she really made it, she normalized it, you know, so she didn't make it like it was some kind of woo-woo crazy thing. She was just like, you know, this is speaking in energy and this is what you do. So it's your time to shine and, you know, share it with the world. So I will be forever grateful for Marlene Cronin and her um, mentoring when it came to expressing my own light language. So if you want to know more about this, you can go check out the notes and you can find Marlene's um, all of her details there. Go find her on YouTube. She's got a Facebook and an Instagram and all of those things. And if you want to know more about my Magnificent Mediumship Program, which is just being launched in January, so it's super exciting. It's starting then. Please feel free to contact me. Um, you can see that there's actually a calendar link down there as well. If you want to see if you're a fit, then feel free to book a call-in. This is the first beta run that I'm going through with it. So it's very reasonably priced. We will be um, really diving deep into so many things and we will also be talking about light language and channeling. So with that being said, I'll let you get into today's episode and looking forward to hearing from you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Well, um, I've even been noticing the energy here lately. Um, I usually have two coffees, but two is just too much for me now. It's making me shaky. Um, I'm losing the plot. <laughs> it's just too much with all the energy that's going on. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that, that was something I was going to ask well, you about. Um, 
food, I'm changing. I mean, I was the biggest chocolate hunger you could ever meet. Honestly, chocolate was my thing. No, I can't. No, it's like very small amounts of it. And it's like, it just tastes wrong. It doesn't taste as pleasurable as it used to. And sometimes I'll force myself <laughs> to keep eating it. No, it'll change. It'll change. It won't. So I think our bodies are, our, our bodies are definitely being attuned as well. So it's like foods that we would have enjoyed. They, they don't like bread for me as well. It just started to smell strange. Yeah. When I take it out of the cupboard to eat it, it's like, I just smelt off. So then I just stopped stopped eating bread as well. So it's like they're taking away all my happy foods. <laughs> yeah, so. I've had different eating wheat as well. Wheat really upsets me. I just end up with um I've ended yeah. up with eczema all over my body this year. I've ended up with food intolerances. It's like what? And yeah. heightened. Everything's heightened. The senses like I've had like tons of spirit the last 24 hours just like pop 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 crack 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 <laughs> I'm stonged, and I'm like oh my god like come on guys are going to be human at the same time <laughs> definitely I was actually having this yeah. conversation with another light worker or light warrior and she was saying that all she has the energy for is the mundane, you know, like doing her laundry, doing, you know. And I said, but it's the mundane that grounds us in. Because when we're doing all this work in the astral or even just in our everyday lives now, the energy is going out of us to other people to lift them up. Doing these chores is what keeps us kind of grounded in these bodies. And some sometimes that's all you're able for, you know, just just mm -hmm. to sweep the floors. And, and that should be enough some days i woke up yesterday just bone tired there's there was no reason for it it was like i ran a marathon and i know when that happens then i've been doing a lot in my dream time because a lot of people will message me and say oh you were in my dream last night you were giving me healing you were taking me out of this place you were bringing me to that place and i was like okay no wonder i'm tired when i wake up then because yeah. our physical bodies are trying to keep up with our light bodies and they're trying to integrate together, but we need to take care of our physical bodies. Otherwise, you know, we don't have much to work with. Oh, it's because it's nine o'clock at night and I'm on like 10 coffees. No, just kidding. Oh, no. If it was nine o'clock at night, you'd be looking at a totally different animal if you were looking at me at nine o'clock at night. Uh, the energies. Uh, I had a lavender bath, actually. <laughs> I had to have a lavender bath to calm down because this today we have had poli armed policemen in our little town here in New Zealand, we've had the waters all brown. So the whole town, which we've only got like a few thousand, everybody's like, Rah! so the amount of anger and fear that's going on in this energy, I'm like, for goodness sakes. And I'm like, oh, return to sender, return to sender. Everyone's so mad. Yeah, um, but yeah, just yeah. going back to that being tired thing, what I've done is I've been teaching people, you know, to tap their thymus. Do you teach? Um, yeah, yeah. That really helps yeah, to balance yeah. that kind of body yeah. and being, eh? Mm. Yeah, I just find myself naturally doing that if I'm kind of freaking out. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or if I have clients, I'll just say, look, just tap there or even just where it feels good on the neck there, just to tap that to bring a bit of balance in. Because tapping is phenomenal. Tapping is really, really good, you know? Yes. Um, I, I yeah. taught that to my daughter as well. And she was coming home for a while. She's 13. 
and she was coming home for a while and she was saying, I hate maths. Do you call it maths mm. or mathematics where you are? Yeah. I hate maths. And I said, no, you don't mind maths. You don't mind maths. Yeah, okay, all right. I don't mind maths. I get on great with maths. I get on great with maths. So she came in the following day and she said, Mom, I had to do um, an, a, a pop quiz on Irish. And she said, I started to do, I don't mind Irish. Me and Irish get on great. And she was doing this. <laughs> and she said, Mom, guess what? I didn't have to do the test. The teacher just, I don't know, didn't see her or passed her by or whatever. And she didn't have to do the test. So she was like, yes, but it's putting it into her hands because I'm not always going to be around, you know, when she struggles or, you know, it's just giving her the tools to help herself out, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing, I think. And I want, I want to talk to you today about um, children as well, because, as you know, it's quite a big passion of mine and I have them, <laughs> as do you. Um, <laughs> and the, all these kids with allergies and all this type of stuff. And even me, like I said, I've, I've got like rash on my body and we've got these kids that have got these intolerances to the wheat and the dairy and all this stuff and all these gut issues. And I mean, I don't really have an opinion, but I'm kind of like tapping in thinking it's obviously to me energetic. I mean, these kids, their abilities are just off the charts. It's just yeah. like a next level. I work with reflexology and pregnant women as well. I've stopped taking on clients. It's just clients that have been coming to me for years. And I know just by working on them, the women that are going to have these high vibe, sparkly babies, you know, that, that are coming in hot, like with, with the energy. And I'll try to explain it to them because normally they're very high vibe themselves anyway. But nine times out of 10, those children have come in very, very healing, very, very strong in who they are on the autistic spectrum, which I think is just our labels for kids that don't want to follow the norms that we have put down. You know, when you think of a lot of the children on the spectrum, it's like sit in a classroom for six hours. That's not going to, you know what I mean? That's not realistic. I can't for even do that. No. Yeah. So we have these amazing children that are forcing us in a way to change how we educate. Mm -hmm. It's like smaller hours, more play, more interaction with plants and fantastic kid. And the mother had to really, really fight to get him into a school that is more suitable to his needs. And like he plants, you know, like tomatoes and he paints and there's a little bit of time spent on developing the writing and whatever. But the whole day is mostly creative and he's absolutely thriving where when he was in the mainstream school, he cried every day. He showed signs of being, you know, a bold or naughty child. And he wasn't. It was just this restriction of memorize these facts, sit in one place. He didn't come in here to do that. He came in here to innovate and change. And and I think we have to kind of change this whole labeling, ADHD and all that. You know, it's just children that can't, you know, sit still and listen in the way that we've been taught to do it. Remember how boring school was, sitting there for hours mm -hmm. And at one point, you would just check out and go somewhere else in your mind. I was always That's, out the window, looking yeah, out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My sister, she was an amazing daydreamer. So she would just mm -hmm. look out the window and she would get the thing of then, why can't you be more like your sister? Which was awful because I, you know, I was a nerd. I, yes, miss. You know, I was one of those children. But I just think, especially I have a son in, he's going into his last year in secondary school now. And he's a really healthy kid, never gets sick. 
And since he went back to school, he's had, if this is too much information, I apologize, but he's had diarrhea. He's going to the bathroom at least three times before he goes to school. He won't eat breakfast now in case it stimulates him when he's in school and he has to use the bathroom in there. His sinuses are just like for weeks and he has a cough. And I know it's I know it's stress. I know it's because he's such a healthy kid and it's so frustrating. It's just they're in there for six hours and then they get piled with all this work when they go home. Where's the time to kind of relax and dream and mm. be creative? And we expect these 17 year old kids to know what they want to do with the rest of their life. We're robbing ourselves because they're our future. You know what I mean? They're our innovators. It frustrates me. My middle child is in what we call here fourth year, which is basically a year to chill out, learn Chinese, I'm a fourth year. do robotics, that kind of thing. And the difference between him and the other two sandwiching him, he's he's so chilled. He's happy. He's happy to go to school. He's happy to come home. Imagine if all the years were like fourth year. You know, it would. That's that's my thing. I just think cramming their brains with too much information just is pointless to me. I don't know. Yeah, but it, it definitely is changing. And um, what I did, I don't know if you've seen, but my friend Regina and I a couple of weeks ago, two weeks today, we did the very first um, youth bars practitioner class oh, in cool. New Zealand. So we had 16 children learning how to run bars, but also how to tap into um, ask questions of the universe. And the first thing we said to them was like, um, you know, what is your superpower? And what if there's nothing wrong with you? And a little boy actually said, there's something wrong with me because he's ADHD. And I said, but, but what if that's your superpower? Because you, yeah. there's nothing wrong with you. You're amazing. And that boy ran bars perfectly. That boy was chilled the whole time. And these 16 children, um, at the very end, we said to them, it was about tapping into the universe and it was about expanding the energy and dropping barriers and using their magic and, you know, all that type of stuff. And we said to them, how many of you think this stuff is a bit weird? And they all <laughs> went like this. And I said, how many of you guys think this is like totally like normal? And they all put their hand up. And like, if we have adults in the class, they look at you like, this shit is whacked, man. <laughs> and um, I had to like do, we had to do energy clearings on the adults. And we said, look, guys, yeah. any adults that have any expectations of their children who blah, 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 can we please just leave that at the door? We did some energy clearings on that. Yeah. And then we said to the children, who, who are willing to be naughty? And, and Regina and I put our hands up and we were like, <laughs> right, we want you to be naughty. So we were just messing with them, but we were just being us and real because these kids are absolutely everything and they're amazing. And like I um, sent you a video about a year ago of my daughter doing light language. And yeah, um, yeah. and so yeah. here I am um, just kind of going into light language. Sorry, I'm a very um, dynamic. So I'm like, <laughs> um, this is Marlene Cronin. <laughs> she is from Ireland and I'm Victoria, if you don't know me. And Marlene gave me a reading possibly like three years ago. It was actually quite a while ago. And what she actually said to me was, if I could just reach through this computer and throttle you. And I was like, okay. And she's like, Victoria, as a few other mediums had said, come on, what are you doing? And so now I'm doing it, which is really great. So, so she's a medium as well. 
But going back to light language, Marlene does this incredible stuff on YouTube called light language, which we'll go into soon. But it's kind of like singing and chanting, kind of in a different language. It's definitely um, like a nearly like a, a channel, I suppose it is a channel. Um, and it is very healing. I was getting, I was running bars yesterday and I turned it on while I was running bars for someone. I said, I'm just going to put Marlene on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I had to message Marlene one day and I sent her a video of my daughter, Adelie who had an umbrella and it was spinning around and she was singing this beautiful kind of like uh, my friend Yvonne said, it sounds like fairy music and um, sent it to Marlene and Marlene said, yes, that is definitely light language. And I find yeah. myself, I've done it my whole life. I'll be in the shower and all the stuff just starts coming out. Or I'll be around the house and I feel love and I open my heart and all of a sudden I've, and I'm like, what am I? And I'm like, I'm just a bit crazy. And then I found Marlene and went, oh. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> I found someone else that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's more common than we actually think it is. I just think we probably don't give it the credit that it's, it deserves. It's definitely flooding in at the moment. Like I'm 46 now and it started with me when I was only 14. And there was nobody that I knew that was doing it. I know people speak in tongues, but mm -hmm. the way that a lot of people say, what's, why is light language? How is it different from tongues? With tongues, you have the same language all the time. Like my dad speaks tongues. His tongues now is the same as it was 30 years ago. With light language, it changes. You, you have a core kind of an essence to it, but it changes and it, it, lifts in frequency and you open yourself to more and more of the different kind of um the i'm gonna go totally woo on you here now victoria but um when you think of like a star seed energy i believe that we lived every when you think time is simultaneous so everything is happening at the same time that's how i see things so other lives are not past lives, they're present lives. They're just on a different frequency, on a different dimension. And I find that we have lived on other planets as well. And the frequency of that planet is what comes through with the light language, the one that you resonate the most with. It's a soul language. It's, it's the language of your heart. So everybody has it. Everyone can be activated to it. I'm not special. I'm only different in that I've spent 32 years living with it, honing it. And in the past two years, it's when it's become more public for me because it's very, it's a very private thing. And when Spirit were asking me to go on my page and speak light language, if they had told me to bare my breasts, it probably would have been easier for me. Because yeah. light language, it just, it, there's no explanation for it. And people see you doing it and they're like, what the? F but it's amazing and it's incredible. And then they, they prompted me to put up YouTube. I was like, are you serious? My husband was like, Mar, you're really putting yourself out there now if you go up on YouTube. And I was like, look, that's what they want me to do. So I put it up and then slowly as well, that really gained traction with lots of people wanting to know what it was. But I do feel in the past few years, it's really, really accelerated. Like two years ago, I found someone online that speaks it and there was maybe a handful. Now, if you look up light language activation or transmission or whatever, you have a lot of people on. And a lot of people say to me they get activated by watching my videos. 
so like you i love lots of people sending me is this it <laughs> and they'll send me their little, oh, you know, their little, video, their little videos of you know they're singing it or they're chanting it or they'll send me their because it can come through symbols as well so you can have yeah. like language like written code and they'll send me that or they'll send me um they're doing the movements it's coming through the hands and it's just to reassure them yeah it's this is it this is it and then they'll say okay what do i do with it so i'm like it's your medicine it's your medicine first so if you're a healer and you want to go out and do it in the world you have to live with it for a while i see a lot of people and they're really eager and they get activated and they want to work with people immediately but if you're going out with other people like that and you haven't integrated it and felt what it does in your own body, you're not going to be much good to other people then. If you're not wanting to work as a healer, it's amazing to use with your children. My daughter, if she's very stressed, um, she'll say, Mom, will you do your hooga booga with me? That's what she calls it. <laughs> and the way I work is that I can extract by using it. So I will hold the intention of removing her stress and then I will speak the light language and then there'll be a big release of sound. And then she'll say, it's gone, I feel great. So mm. it is really powerful. It, you can say it over your plants, your animals. Um, you can say it over situation. I always say, like, hold the situation in your hands, no matter what it is, and speak the light language into it. It's coded. It's heavily light coded. It's the technology. So people say, what are you saying what planet is that from? And I never label it. I do have an instinct yeah. a lot of the time, but labeling it limits it and trying to mm -hmm. understand it with the, the logical mind is a mistake. It's meant to be felt by the body, by the heart. And that's where the codes go in. You can't understand it, but you, you feel better or you feel it in certain parts of your body. Fear starts to drop away from you. You feel expanded. You feel in your own energy. It's freaking amazing. No, 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 it's great. Um, I've actually been finding when I've been doing healings on people, I just feel like, oh, it's just sitting there, it's just sitting there, it's just sitting there just wanting to like pop out over the person. And I was um, doing, a, doing a Reiki session on one of my clients and I said to her, have you heard of light language? Have you heard of Marlene? And she's like, no. And I went, okay, I'll, I'll send you something after this. Because I just really want to do it, but I won't do it because I don't want to freak you out. <laughs> but you know what? Um, now, you know what I found, Victoria, is at the beginning, I was very conscious of freaking people out. And mm -hmm. before I do a session, I'd give this big spiel. But people are really, really cool about it. Even the way I do it, which is very like the green mile. So it's like I'm pulling stuff out and I'm like, ah, and I'm like, you know, and there's a lot <laughs> to it. But people were yeah. so cool. What happens with me is that, like, if the, the thing that freaks people out with me is that if there's a lot of buried sadness, I would I would cry. And then when we're done, they're like, oh, my God, that sounded so sad. It sounded just like me on the inside. Are you OK? But that's the only thing that freaks people out. The light language itself, people really go into a, a deep zone with it. and they, they feel very... Like I had a lady last night, she felt she she said it felt like a hypnagogic state at the end. She felt just mm. so mellowed out. So I wouldn't hold myself back that way, Victoria. If you're feeling the, the push, 
I feel as mm. well all it expand and heighten modalities like Reiki. You know, I, f I feel that's the next level and, and it comes in really, really strong and it amplifies any modality that you have. In my experience, because I've done every healer modality you can think of besides IET and the light language is always what comes through. It's always the energy that pushes through these other modalities. So if you're finding that it's coming through, I would let loose. Mm. Yeah, and it, it kind of goes hand in hand with um, because I'm a medium who feels. So, I mean, we all feel, but my first thing is feel. So I feel it. I feel my heart open. I feel the emotions. And I'm not generally an emotional person. So I know yeah. when I'm crying to a song and that song belongs to this person. And I've had quite a few experiences, especially the last few days. I had a break off mediumship for a couple of weeks because yeah. – um, my body was doing some stuff recently and boom, it's just come flying in the last couple of days and I can't help it, but come and do live readings, message people. I've been doing five readings a day and um, I did one for my friend the other day and as you could feel it, then there was a song and then there's the ear popping, then there's a visual, then there's the knowing, then all that type of stuff. So and I feel like that that's primarily clairsentient. That's, that's me as well. So you'll feel yeah. everything first. And that's beautiful, mm. Victoria. That's that's really powerful when you start to understand mm. what they're what they're showing you in your body. <laughs> you know, it's, and then, yeah, then that language comes in. Oh, it's so good. And yeah, I think I, a lot of people yeah. don't do it. So I I would say to that that a lot of people haven't heard of it. I didn't hear of it, believe it or not. And I was doing it for thirty one years, and I used to sit in front of readers and I used to say please help me. And I would cry in front of them. And they'd say, look, you're, you're a trans medium. You should be doing the work. And I'm like, I'm not a mm -hmm. fucking trans medium. I am a trans medium, but I knew it wasn't a trans thing. And it was only, I used to do a lot of research on my computer. And it was only when, just by chance, somebody popped up speaking it. And I remember mm -hmm. running around the room, oh my God. And I ran out and got my husband. And it was like, Christmas Day in my heart because I could see somebody else and they gave me a label for it because I love labels and it was like oh okay it's light language this is this is what it is it, it was a respectable label that other people were using and then then it just took off but Galen a lot of people haven't heard of it because it's you know it's something that's flooding in at the moment um, and you're going to see a lot more of it People like Victoria will start to use it in their work and then she'll activate other people and it will go on like that. I will do an activation at the end if Victoria's up for it. Maybe Victoria can join in. But there's just this, there's just this energy. Spirit wanting to give us back to ourselves. But what it does is it starts to, when we start speaking it and singing it, it starts to open it up for other people as well. The frequency starts going out there. And then children will start speaking it. I think babies come in hot, blah, 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 with all the babbling, they're already speaking it. And they're already clearing us. And we're, that's why we feel so relaxed around babies, because they're already healing us. And then we beat it out of them with A, B, C, D. <laughs> mm. And, we, you know, we, we kind of knock it out of them. But I, I have a lot of ladies in the 60s coming to me that are remembering it, remembering singing in the garden or in the fields with the flowers and whatever, and being told, don't be silly. You know, 
and they, they stopped doing it, but now they're doing it again in their 60s and they're finding that new abilities are starting to come online. And, you know, I just think if you haven't heard of it, you will soon. Just like um, mediumship or anything else like that, it's like you think, oh, I don't know how to talk to spirit. I've never done it. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, that's right. I had that imaginary friend when I was little. Oh, and I just recently remembered that I used to see all these little lights in my yeah. room. I used to have all these little lights in the room. And I, used to, I was four years old. I'd go to mum and dad's room and go, can I please like sleep in here? And they'd be like, go back to your room. And I'd be like, but I can see the lights. And they're like, it's just from shutting your eyes after looking at the light. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I thought that for years. And now I'm like, holy shit. I've yeah. always, always, and it wasn't until I had my daughter, my first daughter, which was what, like seven, nearly seven years ago. And I started getting the crackles and the pops. And I was up all night long, wired with the choruses going over and over and over and over. Yeah. It took me so free. And that's why for a job now, I like to, um, I facilitate people about the spiritual stuff. So then they have yeah. an understanding that, the signs yeah. of synchronicities that um, I told Luke, my husband, a story before, and he goes, how about my friend um, and what we went through in the last couple of days with um, a whole lot of spiritual stuff coming through for her um, from a loved one. And he goes, I'm just amazed how you put that together with the song and the birds and the name. Cause someone came to me that day yeah. as the same name as her loved one. Like it's a puzzle. And once yeah, you know it how is, you can bring it. Yeah, yeah. It's a puzzle. It's amazing. I just looking at Rael there. She said her two year old jaws into the air with her hands before going to bed. It's beautiful to watch. That's gorgeous. Rael, because she's bringing that energy into your home as well. And she's clearing her space naturally which again is phenomenal. You know, she's clearing her space and clearing her own energy before she goes to sleep. So that's what I mean, that the children, if we leave them be, <laughs> will do more for us for healing and clearing our spaces than any doctor could because they know these technologies, they come in, they come in remembering, you know, which most children do, but like it is kind of by the age of four, mostly it's knocked out like I used to see people at the end of my bed and I'm showing my age now but do you know Star Trek would beam me up Scotty where they'd all kind of go this related thing that's what I'd see at the end of my bed I'd see groups of people like pixelated and I'd I'd think oh that's like beam me up Scotty spirit are very kind as well with children they'll give them a visual that feels comforting but sometimes they don't and I know I get a lot of people reaching out I'm sure you do too my child is freaking out. She's not comfortable in her room or he's not comfortable in his room. He's seeing spirit. And as an adult, before I realized that I was mediumistic, I used to suffer panic. I would go into a crowded space and I'd feel clenched in my gut or, you know, I'd feel like I couldn't breathe. And surprisingly enough, bookshops affected me the most. When I'd go into bookshops and I'd start looking at books, after a while I'd, I'd start to feel really faint and would have to gather myself that, okay, it's okay, you'll get home, you'll get home, you'll get home. And I know my, my two younger children hate going into town. They don't like all the people. They don't like the smoke, the cigarette smoke. Um, mm -hmm. And I know that something like that, that... Um, they feel the energy or they'll feel the energy of relatives or friends. So do you know when, like I know when I was younger, 
I would start crying and I would get very red in the face if I was around jangly people or angry people. And if they're relatives, then you'd be told, stop being stupid, cut yourself on or whatever. But a lot of children will naturally move away from adults that are haven't got their shit together or are angry under the surface. Especially those children on the spectrum, they will just fucking run away. And I think we have more sensitive to that and not the sort of be an obedient child and do what's socially acceptable it has to be okay you're not feeling it go on off to your room or go out and play you don't have to hug your uncle if you don't want to you know that kind of way mm-hmm. i i, I mm-hmm. would constantly say that with my own children you know do what do what feels okay if you want to hug your aunt you hug your aunt if you just want to say hi that's fine too they don't ha- you don't have to give the energy exchange if you don't want to you know, it's very important because we've been groomed to be very socially obedient, especially as children. Respect your aunt, kiss your granda on the lips. Do you know what I mean? These, these kind of things that children, they mightn't be okay with. They might feel that's too much too much energy going out. Mm-hmm. And what, what I would say to the people that reach out that their children are sensing spirit, I will usually give them... Um, a kind of a ritual to use in the room where they command the space. So you can go around like with a drum and a or a pot and a pan and, and like a, a wooden spoon and make it fun and go around the room and say, you know, only 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 loving beings are welcome here, only angels are welcome here. Anyone else has to go. And and make it that the child is in control. What I usually say as well is to selenite ones. If they're like Harry Potter or angels and they can use the cellulite wand to kind of clear their space. You know what I mean? I do exactly that with the kids I work with. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I give them a wand and I go, I go in to do my energy clearings. Usually I, I say to the, the parents, I, I always give the kids crystals to hold and I go, right. I take my smudging stick and I, I check, my, I, I make it a big like thing with the kids because I connect with kids really well, and I go, do you have a wand? So they get the wand, and I go, only love and light lives in here. Only love and light lives in here. And I get them to do it. I do the whole section, and then I go, okay, guys, after we've done all that, um, and I'm, I'm talking about kids that are like, they've got portals in their room, and they're running, and they're yeah. running around, yeah. freaking yeah. out. And like yeah. three-year-olds, I've been called at like 9 o'clock at night and all sorts, and then I've gone, okay, you guys stay here. I just want to go do some stuff myself. And I do some clearings and yeah. walk around my pendulum. And I've seen huge portals and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. no wonder that little girl was like <laughs> jumping over that massive part. But um, by bringing the kids in and telling them about their superpowers, um, yeah. like my little girl, she had a little boy in her room. And, um, and then I asked my friend Karen, and I said, what do you sense in there? Just seeing what she'd say. And she goes, a little boy. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. And so what happened was um, my daughter comes into my room at midnight and says, there's a little boy, and he's really annoying me. He's tickling my toes or touching my head. And oh, and I go, oh, don't worry about him. Just go to sleep. <laughs> I was like, he's not affecting me. An hour later, she goes, mom, he's really annoying me. Can you tell him to go away? So this is like at midnight, and I was like, okay, go away. And in the morning, I go, is he still here? And she's like, yep. I went, okay, well, let's tell him to go. So we did this little thing and I felt the resistance. And anyway, I did a big clearing and I helped this little, we helped this little boy um, understand, A, he was dead, B, that there is somewhere else for him to go and there's people 
love of my ears are popping now. <laughs> and yeah. it's because they just love it. They just want, they want to be cleared. They want to communicate. They want to contribute. Anyway, yeah. and um, my daughter, I just said to her, could you see him? And she goes, no. I go, could you hear him? She went, no. And I go, did you just know? And she went, yes. And I go, you're just like mummy. You know. Yeah. And don't you ever let anyone tell you that you're wrong because <laughs> yeah. I will hunt them down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's and, what and that's the other kids as well. That's our job because yeah, then they will pass it on. My daughter has normalized what I do completely for her friends. It's just they're fascinated. They think it's great. My older boys are grudgingly very proud of me that I do this online, even though they they do take the piss out of me about it. But the <laughs> thing is, it's interesting that you said about the portal because this lady reached out to me that her she had um, built on a huge extension on her house. And in her daughter's new bedroom, she said you could go from the house and then you'd go into that and the temperature would drop. And she wasn't sleeping well and whatever. So from my home, because I don't need to be in the house to do it, I saw two portals, one right next to what I saw was a huge television and one in another part of the room. And I said to the mother, is she watching horror films? And she said, she is. So I said, the horror films, if you can understand, is opening a portal for all kinds of gooey mac gooey to come through, right? And there was another one as well that, that I cleared up. So I cleared the energy of those and, you know, sealed up the room and whatever. She told her daughter about the horror films and she said, and the daughter was feeling it herself that when she was watching these movies at night or whatever, the energy would change in the room. But there's been no problem since. The room is like warm and happy and vibrant and the rest of the house changed energy as well. So what we're watching continually affects the energy as well so when you're watching a horror movie and you're like this and you're clenched and you know then you're just it, it's it's changing your energy field it's changing this the, the messages you're sending to yourselves which go, is going to change your field and you're plugging into all the other people who watch that movie who were scared shitless by it yeah. so if you're very sensitive you know, you get people that can watch horror movies and it's like, like my husband is like that. He can watch horror movies and it's over and he's like, do you want a cup of tea? I'm like, oh my God, imagine if that happened to me. Oh my God, I'm living it. So obviously I'm, I'm sensitive to all the other people that were freaked out by it as well. So as regards of children that way, you will have children that are very, very sensitive to things that you, you know, I, I used to be very sensitive about ads where things would move right up to the screen. Do you remember the house in the prairie? Yeah. So my Laura Ingalls, right at the end of it, there was this like, did it, did it, did it, did And she danced down, hey, scare the living shit out of me. She would jump up at the end, up into the screen and I'd be under the table like that. And there was another ad for Royal Liver Insurance and it would go from very far away right up to the screen. And it would freak me out. And it's just, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm being drawn into the comments. But it's just that um, we have to be aware that kids aren't being silly when they feel stuff like that. There's a reason why stuff is like impacting them or smells or sounds. And we'll remember things like that because 
we are put in charge of these children so they don't have to be <laughs> freaked out or, or feel odd or feel different. We're supposed to empower them so that they can go on and, and, and take over the world. My daughter's very sensitive, so are my sons, but she's a different animal completely to what I was at her age because I've made sure she is, that she feels this is normal, this is good. If I'm in the car with her and we go for spins, you know, she'll go, we'll go for a spin and we'll just drive for an hour. She has a playlist and she'll put on a song and within 10 seconds she'll say, that's making you sad, I'm going to turn it off. And I wouldn't have said a thing, but it was making me sad. And they just tune in and it's normal conversation then, you know, where I would have been afraid to say something like that when I was young, like the song is making you sad because you'd get, no, it's not. You get, you'd get denial. Do you know what I mean? Am I just babbling? Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Because I'm the same with my daughter. I would say to her, well, what do you know about that? What are you feeling? So um, I like, I like to teach about conscious parenting and stuff. And for me, what that means is when my daughter asked um, if God was real the other day, I was like, fuck, talk about come out with the big one. <laughs> um, I said to her, what do you know about that? <laughs> I was like, I said, I'm not going to tell you what do you know. And I said, but I'm going to tell you one thing, sweetheart, and I want you to listen to me very well. Adults, most of them are wrong. So you go yeah. with your knowing and yeah. you sometimes, just sometimes, maybe most of the time, you probably know more than the adults. So that little boy in your room, what do you think most adults would say? That it's not real? And I go, yeah, but you and I know different. And yeah. so does Daddy and so does CJ. And so we know. So, and, and, you know, the coolest thing about energy, because I just love, well, energy is everything. But if... Um, my husband went away for a week and we're all really close. So the kids, um, he's just as much as a mum as I am. Like we're really, um, you know, close family. And um, I say, do you miss daddy? And they're like, um, yes. And I'm like, do you really miss daddy? No. And if I go away, they don't miss me. And the reason for that is I've taught them to connect with his energy. So I go, let's think of daddy. Let's flow him energy. Now let's pull some energy from daddy. So we're connected. So um, I was saying to one of my friends the other day, I haven't seen you for ages, but I don't miss you. No offense, because I just take them to you anyway. And she's like, yeah. So nice I know you were okay because we're tapped in because I'm checking in. So yeah. it's that is what we should be teaching in schools. Absolutely <laughs> and totally. And when you were saying earlier about, you know, you had those 16 kids and you were teaching them how to run bars, that's what we should be teaching them. We should be teaching kids how to be okay with, as you say, their superpowers, how to be okay with tuning into each other, especially boys. Oh my God. Like girls, like girls from what my experience, girls will find this way of communicating their, their experiences or their needs. Boys, I find even with my own sons, even though, thank God, they're, they're really evolving now. There's still this sort of build up that has to happen before they'll share what's going on with them. You know what I mean? And boys being mm. sensitive. I know my eldest boy at one point, um, his friend um, took his own life um, when he was only 15. And it blew my boy open. It blew his energy wide open because his friend was coming to me all the time to wanting to communicate with him. And 
I was in the car one day and I said, look, he really wants to communicate. It might be too much for you. It's just there if you want to connect with them. And I could see the emotions in his jaw and he was really struggling with it. And then that night he came to me and he said, can we do it now? I was like, oh, I'll settle down on the couch, but whatever. So we came in and we had a great conversation. And he said all the rude and naughty things that he would have said to him anyway, which was weird for me because he was basically talking like a bull through me. But it's what my son needed. All of this like rude boy talk is what made my son realize, yes, that's him. But what happened to him afterwards, because he tapped into his friend, he opened up. And he was at a party and it, it really started to open up. He started to see this grandmother collapsed by a rad. And what I found really, really hard from as a mother to deal with with that situation is that the boy's mother who ran the party came to my 15 year old boy, held his hands and cried into his face and said, that's my mother. That's my mother. Please tell me more. I just thought there was just so much wrong with that, you know, so much wrong with it. But he was freaked out. And it was like, then he was seeing what was going on with his friends who were depressed and it was too much for him. And I said, look, it's okay to say it's too much. I'll help you rein that back and we can, we can just put it on pause for when you are ready. So I had to work with them with that and then it stopped. And I said it to him a while back because my husband is like, you should be training them in to do what you do. They, you know, they'd be amazing at it. But he said, no, no, thanks. Not right now. Mm. You know, so he wasn't, wasn't ready. I'm just going to read Galen's comment there. I totally read Galen has had a headache today and she was getting sad. I let her take off school and she felt so better. But if that happened to me, I was told to get over and go to school. Yes. And I've often done that with my kids and I'm sure Victoria has as well. It isn't that important at all. In my opinion. Well, my daughter, she's had a tummy ache the last couple of days. So she's had like, I don't know, like maybe two days off. And I'm just like, well, okay. If, and she loves school. So the thing is, these kids, they tap into their parents' energies. They tap into their teachers' energies. They tap into their friends' energies. For goodness yeah. sakes, I talk to some kids on the spectrum, and I, I don't even talk to them. I just say hello in my head, and they look at me. And they're like, hello back. They proceed. And I mean, I've got this really cool um, coming up in January. I've got this really cool program about perceiving, receiving and um, releasing. And it's about all of that type of stuff. Because the thing is, these children all perceive completely different. Um, that's totally different subject. But, yeah, they're telepathic. Mm. And it's that. Yeah, so to, so to let your and kid have a day off school. Freaking high five, man. <laughs> like, yeah. You're doing a good yeah. job. I mean, you're doing a good job. Forcing children. Now, children will take the piss as well and say, oh, I have a headache. But if you're tuned into them, you'll know what's bluff and what's coming from maybe, you know, a mental health kind of a need day, you know, because children, children get overwhelmed and especially sensitive children. Like I said, if my children are saying, oh, that teacher's so annoying, I'm like, well, you know, why? She's just really mm. angry. And they're picking it They're picking it up. And then it's like, you know, like my husband used to come home for years and he'd be like, oh, my God, the people that he worked with, so moany, so complaining, so draining. And I started giving him a black tourmaline to carry in his pocket. And at the start, he was like, 
okay, Mark. But he started coming home and he was like, he will not let that out of his pocket now. So if it's gone, he's like, where's my black stone? Where's my black stone? <laughs> so crystals, <laughs> crystals are really And some people are really tuned into crystals. You know, mm -hmm. they're really um, connected to them. I, I find I can take very high vibrational um, stones and they don't kind of affect me. I, I remember being so excited to buy Moldavite because <laughs> it's this freaking really high vibe. And it, I was like, I got a little bit of a buzz from it, but that was it. And then I had other people that would hold it. Yeah, the selenite, the selenite is I always have it next to because I do a lot of work online. So this is my prevalence. <laughs> <laughs> I have that right next to me as well when I'm doing the work and this one I love it's like a little pet this is my amethyst I just love this oh. so I'll usually hold those before I'm connecting in just to give me a bit of a charge but um but the Moldavite there was people who hold the Moldavite and have to give it back because it would feel like it was burning them and then people would get really, really tranced out dreams. And it's it's really high vibe. So what I'm saying with that is that some crystals will, will pull you and they'll feel like they'll feel like home, they'll feel familiar. Others will feel like electricity, and maybe you're just not ready for that vibration just yet. It's like it's like friendships. That's what crystals are, they're friendships. They'll pull you and they'll say, Okay, I have something to give you because you get a warm, fuzzy feeling. When I was on holidays, my husband um, came back from, I don't know, he went to the markets and he said, I was really drawn to this for you. And I was kind of like another crystal in my head being such a bitch. But it was it was a rose quartz. And the minute I put it in my palm, I was like, oh, it really felt good, you know. So it was like he was drawn to that for me, you know. Let's go to Ireland and visit Marlene, Victoria. <laughs> Or am I going to leave? My husband's uh, Kylie Wheeler. My husband's obsessed with Australia. So we're in New Zealand, Marlene. <laughs> New Zealand, that's, that's really funny, right? Because when my husband when my husband was young, when he was a boy, his father got an opportunity to work in New Zealand, and his mother mm. was a home bird, and she cut it off. And still to this day, he'll say, "Oh my God, I could have been living in New Zealand." And I said to him one my daughter was there, I said, but you'd have never ever met me and had the kids. And he was like, he paused for too long. And my daughter was like, oh, thanks, Dad. Thanks very much. Thanks very much for that. You'd rather you'd choose New Zealand. Over so that's funny now that you said that. Oh, um, just I just wanted to say about, um, I, don't, I can't really see much of these, um, some of these comments, but the, when you get a headache, um, I, a lot of people have been messaging me about headaches recently as well, and I always use the tool, who does it belong to? Return to sender with consciousness. Um, it's one of the tools I use. And um, someone the other day, I can't remember who it was, but they said, oh, my God, I've got such a headache. And I said, does it belong to you? Return to sender. And then she goes, it's gone. So quite often our children, it's a really good tool to use with the kids as well because when they say, who does it belong to? then it's like um, it's just putting that question out there is enough to create yeah. the awareness because I'm yeah. totally, um, I totally love what you say about not limiting. And that's also what I teach as well about if someone talks about the star seeds and this and this and this, which yeah. 
I mean, I find people and I go, Starseed, been waiting for you. <laughs> One of my friends who I'm collaborating right now, I said, I've been waiting for you. And she's like, oh, and she was like, Palladian. Yeah. And I was like, oh, but, but I don't yeah. go there too much, though, because See, it, um, it, is, it can be a bit too woo for people, you know. Rael is, yeah. is known to be there where, you're, where in New Zealand you are because she lives in New Zealand as well. Oh, um, I'm in Inglewood in the North Island, actually, in New Plymouth. So, yeah, it's, it's, real, it's real interesting because people ask me questions about every, all, you know, you get it as well, tons of stuff. And I always say, I've done, I'm just doing a workshop at the moment called Inner Self-Awareness. It's a four-week um, block course, and I've got like 20 people coming. It's amazing. And they ask me questions, and I say, I'm not going to tell you. I'm sorry. I don't want to limit you. And that's what you, you do with your readings as well, and so do I. We don't tell the future, so to speak. Yeah, because I, I just put up a post on the other day. I'm not a fortune teller. <laughs> Somebody actually um, in a reading was was really really insistent in it in a way that they expected me to be a fortune teller, and I was like, I can mm. only give you this timeline. I can give you that, and I can show you what spirit is showing me that will guide you onto that that path. But you ultimately can decide when the reading's over. What a load of shit. You can walk away from it or you can say, you know, I need to do this, that and the other and, and off you'll go and you, you'll you light up on that path. But this thing of, you know, I, I don't do those kind of readings. I do a soul dive. I find out where yeah. you are. I will get things from your past and stuff that will that are affecting you now. But I'm not mm -hmm. the type of reader that will tell you your husband is cheating or your mother your mother is going to move to america no no i i don't I don't go into those kind of details yeah. only well, i'm actually only not, i'm not allowed to i think we probably could but i actually get I told have, that I, i'm not allowed to yeah i have had i have one very strange reading where this lady um now this is a long time ago but she she booked a reading and i could tell immediately she was cheating on her husband and she gave her husband the baby and sat down and basically asked me like was basically asking me should she leave her husband for her lover who had got cold feet and was thinking of going back to his wife <laughs> I remember I remember sitting here kind of going what the fuck you just gave the baby to your husband you want me to tell you yeah you should leave that lovely guy and you'll get people that will do that. You'll get people that will come on and um, and and want you to want you to tell. Or is is my husband cheating? Is he going to cheat on me again? You know what I mean. If you're asking those questions, then there's a good chance they are because you, the trust is dead and buried anyway. And I find those kind of readings very sticky. Very sticky. I'm 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 trying to guide them into their own awareness, their own knowing. But those readings can get very sticky. And what I feel about that is that when I was younger, I could feel that kind of stuff in other people that they weren't showing to others. And that, that can be very, very overwhelming for a child. And what you'll find as well is that when you're sensitive, um, people will say things like, oh, you're, you're so mature for your age. And they'll dump shit on you that you're not actually emotionally ready for. You might like project that you are, 
And I've had that done to me as a child and it's it's traumatic. You know, they will yeah. dump the adult stuff on you and it's like, what the... F Dr. Phil always says, do not give children adult problems. But it's just, it's just something to be mindful of because the same way that there is so many high vibe and, and conscious people, you know, waking up and whatever, there are not as well. And there are people mm. that will well, see Well, it's like, kind of like that polarity, do you think? Like yeah. it's nearly like some people, it's, it's like everything. I, I put a post on my um, group the other day and I said, how did everyone sleep with the moon? Half of the people were like, oh, my God, I was wired, awake. And the other people went, I sleep like crazy. And I was like, even the sleep, the polarity is even stronger. But <laughs> yeah, people yeah. are messaging me and they're saying, I'm so close to going on antidepressants. I've got yeah. such high this, I'm suicidal, and I'm just like, hold on. <laughs> like, just hold on because yeah. it's like the, the polarity, but, but half the time they don't realize it, they're so yeah. gifted, but the energy is intense. And it's, if I didn't know better a few weeks ago, I would have thought, I remember messaging my friends a couple of weeks ago and saying, hey, I am like on this freaking roller coaster. My body is doing this. I'm feeling this way. I would actually think I was bipolar if I didn't yeah. know about the spirit, the energy, and all that stuff. And then boom, I have a breakthrough and I'm like, I'm back. I'm like, yeah. geez. I wish yeah. I was told this so, as well. Yeah. A couple of women actually reached out to me that way and 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 spoke basically in that way that they felt bipolar. They felt like they were getting these huge highs and then massive lows. And with these energy, um, with this energy influx as well, your body, like we said at the beginning, your body is going to have to process this plasma tonic, whatever energy. To, it's, it's all to like, so to speak, get rid of the density in your body and so that you're more like in your light body, in your crystalline body. So what a lot of people will find is that they'll start to find the sparkles under their skin. Did you look for those at all, Victoria? There's like I, I shared a post where like if you tilt your skin, your hands or people will comment on your face. There's these gold sparkles and you'll see them under the skin and you'll see them under your nails. And I shared it on my page one night and then I had all these people going, oh, look at my sparkles, look at my sparkles. But it's the people that are really feeling these influxes really powerfully are becoming crystalline much faster. And all that crystalline means is that you're better able to hold the energy, you're better able to hold the light. Um, you'll probably get bouts of just severe exhaustion where it's enough for you to hold your head up straight. When that happens, know that you're going through another big kind of plasma wave or plasma flux and your body is changing again. You'll find then that you have this fantastic clarity or something bumps up in your work or your healing work or your relationships. And this is this is where we're at. This is where we're at. Some people get the sparkles in their hair, which is amazing. I had a friend that sh shared a picture and you can see the, the crystalline sparkles in the hair. But try it, anyone who's on, try it later. Try it when you're in good light. I'm in not great light there now. But you just That's tell. actually so interesting. My daughter is literally just like one glitter. And I've always said, look at her. I call her Goldilocks because her hair is golden. She is like literally like a magical fairy. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm a little bit biased. She is. She, no, I look sure. at her and her hair today, she's, 
she's just like she's like one of the, you know on trolls i don't know if you've watched yeah. trolls because you're yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's like yeah. the glitter troll like i just look at her and i go you're just magical every day yeah. i just go i don't know yeah. what i'm doing to her. i'm probably screwing her up but i'm always like you're just so beautiful and magical oh <laughs> every all day long in this house you're amazing oh my god you're just so gorgeous oh, boys you're so handsome they're like mom stop <laughs> but they love it like really um, me, uh, Jamie, asked, Jamie asked there sorry um, Victoria what's the difference between a medium and a psychic or psychics the fortune tellers the difference between a medium and a psychic now you'll get a lot of people saying all mediums are psychics but not all psychics are mediums which I think is bullshit right it just means that you haven't developed um, one thing over another sorry the sun is actually shining here so a psychic will read your energy, right? So a psychic will look at Victoria and say, you know, you didn't sleep in the past 24 hours. You had broccoli for your dinner. You know, they'll, they'll pick up just things that were in Victoria's field. A medium will channel spirit, angels, dogs, loved ones, and it will come through in information in the body, sometimes through the body. So the medium is picking up this energy from spirit also reading the energy of the person but a psychic can develop into a medium if they want to some people don't want to i know lots of people that are just happy with the psychic they don't want to to be mediums at all so they'll read cards or they'll use a pendulum or crystal ball or they'll just read the energy of the person but they don't want to go into the mediumship because it freaks them out so that's kind of the difference really a psychic can become a medium if they work at it and they, they train and tune themselves into it. A medium is a psychic, by just mm. definition of the word. So I hope that helps. Yeah, I'm Rayel definitely more... fairy as well. <laughs> Rayel is more... <laughs> to get our fairy girls together. I totally believe in fairies since I've had my daughter. I'm like, oh, my God. I said to her yeah. um, something about fairies, and she goes... And I go, well, do you believe in fairies? Oh, she goes, how do, how were fairies born? This was our tonight's dinner talk. And I went, I don't really know. What <laughs> do you know about that? Say. And she goes, I don't know. And I go, I don't really know. Maybe they, you can, Maybe we can't see them. Maybe they're made of light and sparkles. Maybe they're an energy. And she goes, no, actually, mum, remember that time I saw the fairy on my hand? They're <laughs> definitely real. And I was like, right. We keep eating our broccoli. Oh wow. Yeah. And I mean that's the way it should be. Being clear sentient means that you pick up all the information through your body. Mediumistically, I would feel a lot of my energy clairsentiently. So if I'm working um and spirit are coming through, sometimes they come right through my body. So I'll feel their physical characteristics. Um as a medium, you might feel drawn to your stomach and then you have a visual that their dad had stomach cancer or whatever. So one can feed the other. But being a clairsentient doesn't necessarily make you a medium. It just means that you have the ability to tune in if you want to. It's all just deciding. <laughs> Some people see it straight off the bat. and they, They'll see spirit around the bed and they, they whatever. Other people make a conscious choice down the line that they want to connect you know i'm, I'm yeah. laughing at myself if i'm looking at real and i should be looking at you i'm hilarious that way i look at the picture of the person as if the person is looking through the picture yeah that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, funny. Uh, yeah, it's real interesting because I feel, and because I've only really been doing this, I've only been doing it for a job this year, in all honesty, uh, online reading. Uh, yeah, for a job. Um, but I feel it. And I and I will literally start off with a card reading and then all of a sudden I'll put the cards down and I'll be like, okay, I've got a man here. I can't see the man. I can't hear the man. I can't feel like. But then all of a sudden I'll be like, okay, I have a sense. There's a man. He's this tall. He's this wide. His personality is this. Um, yeah. He's showing me his hair. Oh, he has no hair. And the story starts to piece yeah. together. And then all yeah. of a sudden – he shows me his heart and all of this is through sensing. So I sense yeah. it and I feel it. And then I go, okay, now he's standing next to you with his hand on the shoulder, which is support for me. So all of a sudden I know what that stuff means. And then I'll start getting a tingling and I say to them, have you been seeing stuff? Cause generally <laughs> for every medium, it's a different thing. And then I'll be yeah. like, whoa, have you been downloading information or having funny dreams or how is this or how is that? So, and But you never know how it comes. And I used to go and to have readings and be like, take off my ring, hide myself, <laughs> have my rosary beads, say a thousand Hail Marys in case it's a witch and they're going to like send me to hell. Oh, my <laughs> God. And then like they'd tell me all the stuff and I'd be like, well, they didn't really tell me that much. And it's like, guys, we're here to guide you and your yeah. loved ones that come through. We're just doing what some people don't have the balls to do, which is actually yeah. stop and connect for certain reasons. Maybe they don't have, um, maybe it's too emotional or whatever, yeah. or maybe they don't know how to tap in. But the yeah. stuff that's coming through now is just. I think a lot of it, I think for me, um, my mother was very sensitive, but I had like, she was terrified and everything was evil. Everything was ghosts and pukas and all this Irish fucking scary stories of the Banshee and all of that. So I grew up with massive amounts of fear around it, massive amounts of, oh my God. So the same way when the light language started coming through me, it was all these voices and all these like, like, human voices as well you know and, and I thought I was possessed because of the way I was raised so I had no one in the family really that would understand that so it is upbringing a lot of it a lot of why people are afraid to go into it it took me a long time to decide like I was 41 before I decided I wanted to work professionally as a medium and I went and sat in a circle for two years to develop to, to see what I had, to see if I had, if I could actually be of service to people. So it's not something you rush into because there's a lot goes with it, as I'm sure you know. Working as a medium is an extremely intimate thing. You're, people are allowing you access to their memories, to their relationships, to their inner emotions. So you could connect to someone's father and because you love your own father, you might think that's a nice thing and then the person is in complete resistance because their relationship with their father was fractured or um, whatever. And you have to be very, very, like, I think I came to it in my 40s because I was emotionally grounded enough in my 40s to do it. That's not saying people in their 20s can't. I just know for me, I had enough heft at that point, which I, I had had children I was married. I had had a very interesting 
home life myself. So I ha I could offer those perspectives to people, but it's not something I remember getting a reading. Um, I think I was around 38, 39. And this lady said to me, Marlene, you, you have it all. You can do it all, but don't be in a hurry. She said, you're going to deal with the deepest, darkest levels of emotion that people have. And you're going to have to be able to hold that energy and, and not go under, which kind of freaked me out. But, mm -hmm. but I understand now what she meant. So mm -hmm. I know what all the will in the world, people think it's a glamorous thing. And I think it's, you know, this great party trick a lot of people do. Um, but it's not, it's not. It's your, you're really going into someone's soul, someone's imprints, someone's memories. And you have to be extremely respectful and, mm. and, and gentle with a lot of people because they're afraid. And yeah, like there's a fear involved. I know um, for me, I had to drop a ton. I did a lot of self-development, a lot. Went through this yeah. massive, massive spiritual awakening, um, which was that's like when the spirit was too, it was too intense. It was way too intense. I was like, "What do you want?" Like out loud, <laughs> and um, I was like, "I've had enough." <laughs> Stop it! Um, but look, I had to go through all this um, stuff, and I had to drop judgment. I do not dr um, judge people like I used to. I used to be. Um, I'm like in my late thirties now, but. I used to literally be so judgmental because I was living from the conditioning, the conditioning yeah. of my upbringing of what I thought was right. And I did a post on this today as well. Um, yeah. What I think is right. I had to be right. I had to yeah. back the right person. And, but now I just think everything's an interesting point of view yeah. and there's always a different perspective and it's no skin off my nose what other people believe. Yeah. Cause I know Definitely. what I believe. And it's about when people come to a medium, you choose that person because you feel safe with them. And, yeah, um, yeah so I'm so honoured to be able to do readings. It, it like, it fills my heart. If, if you don't mind me just saying this, Victoria, yeah. um, if you are wanting to get a reading, I would always research the person Go online, see what they're like online, see what their, their message makes you feel. If you can get like personal recommendations, even better, because I have had some quackadoodle readings and I have had readings with people that scared the bejesus out of me. And, you know, I know that there's, I know that there's readers as well who are just horrific. I, I, like there was this reader told um, this woman, she lost her son to suicide and the reader told her that her son was crying out for her from the spirit world, crying out for her. The woman, like I, I heard it third hand, but the woman, the woman was in pieces, you know, and, and you'll get these stupid fucking readers that will tell you there's evil in you and there's, you know, um, just all sorts of whack. My mm. advice is, if you're going to a reader, you're already sensitive, okay? Do your research on them. If you're sitting in front of them, be even if you've paid, if you're a few minutes in and you're not feeling it, cut the reading short. Honestly, mm. cut it short and just say, um, you know, I'm not feeling it. If the reader is genuine, you'll get a refund. If they're mm. not, you're best off away from it anyway. I know, no, that's pulling the vibe down a bit, but 
you have to do your research with readers as well and just make sure that you know you're taking care of yourself because if you're high there's vibe, different types of readers as well there is. it depends on what depends yeah. on what you're after i sit there and i say to people when they come to me i want a reading i have readings overseas now as well which is really cool and um i say to them I will not tell you your future. That's the first thing I say. And I, it's, I think it's really important to explain to people, I say, this is what I do. This is what I'm going to give you. Um, your loved ones may come through, but I'm a guided um, reader. So what I do is I do a guided healing. You get, receive a healing with the reading. And yeah. it's usually like a, an hour to two and a half hours. Um, a guided healing session is two and a half hours. And just like you do with your light language, I'm just like, I'm feeling and I'm seeing this white light just going to them. And then I'll be saying things and they go, you're freaking me out. How do you know what I'm thinking? And I go, because I'm actually tapped into your energy. And I actually give them like a lesson on what energy is and how they can utilize yeah, stuff. I don't, they them. don't come you're in and just get a reading. Yeah, you're taking care of them. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, from looking at different readers, because I book into different readers and healers just to see what's out there. And, you know, there's a broad spectrum. There's a broad spectrum of the kind of healers that will take care of you, that will have aftercare and check in with you and see you, how you're doing. And there, there is a broad spectrum. So it's just, I know from my own, this is why I'm saying it. When I was very vulnerable and I was going from reader to reader, healer to healer, and I wasn't being held. I wasn't being, even if one of them had said, you need to be in a circle, you need to. Mm -hmm. No one ever said that. Why? You know, one person, that lady that just said, you have to be emotionally ready. She's the only one who ever said, you know, maybe sitting in a development circle would be good for you. So what I'm trying to say is when I was very vulnerable, there was a few healers, readers that kicked me while I'm down because they wanted me to keep coming back. Yeah, and they want back. to like hurt you. They want to bring you yeah. down. If you've got a person, a medium or a psychic that's in a lower level, just yeah. like friendship, just like if you're dating yeah. someone, if they've got a lower frequency. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they will bring you down to make you feel like yeah. shit. So then you come down yeah. to the level. They don't even know they're doing it. Yeah. It's just like when you're that's having it. an argument with your partner. They feel like shit, yeah. so they bring you down, and you're like, no, you're bringing me down. That's See you later. It's vibrational, isn't so, it? Just like I said, it's just to it's just to be very uh, honor yourself. The answers are always within you, even if you're feeling very vulnerable and very low, and you feel like you don't know shit. You know everything. You just need to yeah. slow down and meditate a little bit. Let all the emotion come up, and then just keep connecting back in with yourself. You ask that you'll be guided to the highest vibration person that you can handle at the time. And always bring spirit into where you go with your readings. I know I had to learn about the bad types so that I could be a better one. So that was my path. So I don't regret it. But just mm -hmm. for people out there that are feeling vulnerable and shaky, do your research first. No set on that. And go with your gut. <laughs> like, go with, like, do your research yeah. and then go with your gut. Does this feel light and expansive? Do I want to have yeah. a reading with this person? I'm and then if you go, oh, you should yeah. be kind of, ooh, you should yeah, be kind of bubbly and excited. Yeah. yeah. You should not and, leave a reading feeling like shit. You should leave a reading. No. You should always leave a reading feeling like, 
wow, yeah. my life is going to be amazing. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. it holds, but I have the yeah. tools <laughs> to oh, choose. At least feel like, at least feel calm. At least feel a little bit better about what, what you were worried about when you went in, depending on the intensity of your situation. But you should never feel, uh and I felt like that. I've come out worse from readings than I went in. So that's the only reason I say it. Just really, really tune in. All the answers are there Someone anyway with you. Someone what? needs to hear it. Someone needs to hear I, I this. Did feel it. Like, it there was one name popped up there and then this all came out. So <laughs> so whoever yeah, needs it. Someone who really needs to hear this. Whoever is just ringing up online mediums and they don't know what yeah. the hell they're doing, like getting a little yeah. they, they're impatient with their life, stop. Yeah. Breathe. It was just Go for a walk name, on the like, <laughs> you got to say this. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we've all been there. We've all been there like, oh, my gosh, I need to go have a reading to find out where I'm going, what I'm doing, and then but then we've listened to that medium. But the truth is there's so many possibilities. There's so many different things, and a good medium will connect you to your um, your loved one, but yeah. also they will give you guides that you need to have the best life that you deserve. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Thank you so much. Well, I was laughing out loud because she can empathise with it. I don't think it's what we were just talking about. I think that was up there earlier. No, I think it was so, before. I'll come back and actually it, message you. Open it up to questions, um, Victoria. Yeah, do you there are any questions? I've, I've just picked up my cards, my chakra cards, um, because I thought, as a general rule of thumb, um, I'm not going to give everyone a reading, but I thought it'd be really interesting. There's a lot of collective stuff going on, tons of it. And I was literally, I talked to about three friends today and I said, I'm going to explode. I need to start running again. Shit, shit, shit. I've had the best day, but why am I? I had to give a lavender bath, for goodness sake. Yeah. And I, you're, I on that, you're on that polarity. I'm on the polarity then of. <laughs> Hey, I was being today. <laughs> catatonic, honest to God, just absolutely wiped. I honour it now, though. I know we said that earlier, but I honour it now, Victoria. Before I would get very upset and I would be like, oh, my God, I need to take iron. I need to look after my energy. And I would get all in my head about it. And now I know, you see, the, the hardest thing to realise, but once you realise, you'll be fine, is that when these things happen and you feel really, really tired and unmotivated and, you know, you can't do anything, if you can understand that energetically, you're like the swan on the surface, right? So the swan is gliding along and then underneath there's all this, you know, motion with, with the swan's feet. So if you can see your energetic life as the swan's feet and your body is the swan gliding on the surface. So when you're called to just veg and relax, and then you, you're like, you're making yourself feel guilty because you should be doing the laundry or you should be doing the shopping. Don't just sit there, put a blanket over you, just really, really veg. And they'll sometimes take you offline. So you'll feel like mm -hmm. if you're meditating, you might wake up like, like that, like a sloth. Mm -hmm. But it's just that they're doing so much. Yeah. Um, They're doing so much on the you know, on the ethers, on the on the astral level, on the, the, the light body mm -hmm. level. And you'll find that as you move through that, then you get this huge burst of inspiration. You feel more sparky. You feel more like yourself again. And, you know, it's just about tuning in. And 
allowing yourself that time to just decompress and just do whatever is in front of you to do. And know that energetically you're doing masses amounts of work, especially if you're really called to be kind of vegetative and, and sleepy, you're doing huge amounts of work. You, on the other hand, because you're so much energy, you're meant to put that out there for us, for the catatonics. So get out and run, do your painting, do whatever it is to, to push your energy out. And it's all like... But two days ago, it took me three days, three days to put away my groceries. I had potatoes in yeah. a box sitting on my table for three days. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, I just need to put away the goddamn <laughs> potatoes. My washing pile, I've just managed to fold it today. So this, this has not been like this. Um, but um, I just pulled a couple of cards as well. Um, I just wanted to say... We weren't taught to be okay, to be yeah. tired. We weren't yeah. taught especially to be women. like this. Especially as mm. women. We're meant to be perky yeah. and sociable and, you know, on. We're meant to be cleaning yeah. our houses and we're meant to be, you know, whatever the fuck we're meant to be. But it's not I real. Think we, just, we just need to drop all of it. We just need to drop all of it. And on another level, yeah. the whole thing about how we should look, how we should act, how we should behave, all needs to go. It mm -hmm. all needs to go. And I do feel this is what this energy is doing because you see more activists now. You see more women that are like, my fat body is amazing and I love mm -hmm. it. Or, you know, um, different things, different voices coming through. Mm -hmm. People of all shapes, forms. It's like this. Awareness, opening. Everyone's opening. But it's the energy, you see. It's this energy that's coming in, that's cleansing all these programs, all these patterns. So again, when you're really tired or really wired, you're shedding these patterns and these programs so that you're back in touch with your natural God-given energy that you came in here to do your original thing. You're not going to sound yeah. like others, look like others, and that's perfect. That's good. If you're copying someone else, you're getting it wrong. You mm. need to be yeah. fully on you know you can be inspired by people yeah. but not copy them use it as a platform mm. to launch your own way of doing it your own way of being you can't you can't copy <laughs> you just can't because you're just everyone is unique you know yeah so marlene i'll show these quick cards and i'd love a little bit of lightning which are you yeah you Before we head off, I know you've got a whole day ahead of you. So, no guys, um, abundance and balance. Um, so this is for all of you who just tapped in. They are both red, so it's really important to ground at the moment. And the thing is, look, look at this balance here. It's a big swirl. To me, that's saying what exactly what we're saying: tired, excited, yin and yang. Um, high and low hot and cold it's all of that kind of polarity stuff as well so please like marlene was saying just don't beat yourself up if you're not on 24 7. um the i think the strongest thing coming through with these i don't know if you can see them if it's a bit kind of blurry is um the red so grounding red is the root chakra so it's all about um that root which is just on the pubic bone going through actually the energy and to ground yourself put your feet on the ground breathe we stop breathing when we um don't we we literally stop breathing like when we're stressed we're like 
like walking around. So yeah. breathe, stand right. up straight. Mm. Yeah. And um, what else for grounding? Wear red, you know, like wear red, um, be more present. So bring yeah, yourself. Yeah, red nectar is great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I don't have. I, I used to have actually my um my circle leader used to always say that wear red knickers, wear red when you're on platform, you know, when you have to stand up and do a dem. But she would always say red wear red knickers or red socks to boost your to boost your sense of power. I've never even thought about that. I've always been like red lipstick. Um, I think also as well when people get this grounding down, if they can manage, because there's a lot of energy happening from now. To the end of the year what all the intentions this year are going to go into next year and then they're going to kind of come fruitation so i'm booking in tons of workshops now because now everything's popping but it's also that balance <laughs> it's going with the flow of it i think um but this abundance i think abundance is is that polarity again but there is a real real um big strong abundance and i think that's going to actually be coming in if you kind of get the balance going on now kind of thing. So it has to be finding that balance for you, which is different for everyone else. Marlene wants to have a sleep. I want to go party. Like, and then tomorrow we might swap over. So there's no wrongness. It's just about where yeah. you're at. So, um, yeah. And I think next year there's going to be quite a few different possibilities for, for everybody as well, which is pretty amazing. And the fire signs, everyone's going to be on. Yay. That's all I'm going to say because I'll talk for hours. Yeah. <laughs> ground people ground okay so i'm gonna do a little bit of light language for anyone who hasn't heard it before it's a soul language we all have it um you may find that it activates by listening to me if you're ready for it um you may find sensations in your body my advice is to just maybe just close your eyes you can look at me if you want to and just receive it. Just let it go in where it needs to go in. I'm going to hold the intention that everyone receives exactly what they need from this now. Because Victoria pulled cards on the root chakra, I'm going to hold the intention that any distortion in the root chakra be cleared. So you may feel that as a sensation in your root, you may get memories of you know, how your mother and father talked about money, how they were in relationship to each other, how you feel about your body. So the root is all about your security, your sense of knowing that you're held and knowing that you're going to be safe. So I'll just do a little bit. So I'm going to start there now. Zanjitjawa Shutan isana ish ara tono ish o etana amira okwana. Maleta nere so tono ush ora enera mara tono kasa. Randera sotoro uchotora. 
randara kasane romoro etanare rotane kese kodakachi kotakana masa tanangasho torakas chutukata randara katush torakas ekara anara anchuronamara lotane kasa shichi chichi kote kote kodakachi toro ototo kodakate kachi chuturo andara kasa namawateteka randara katush toro tono och etera amara rotane kiasana Ijetana es otona ech o echa o injigata. Randara os onomo tana os itena ech era amokuakana. Ola inera amo ot ono os enoro echena. Ra echena ra echena kas ot ot oma ot. Ra injera omo ot. So there was a lot of energy there going to the heart as well. So you may find that energy moving through. So the sacral, the root and the heart. So that was quite strong. So, you know, just let it saturate your cells and, and it will start to move in the way that it needs to and change what it needs to for you. So I hope you enjoy that and I give you a taste of it a little bit. Thank you so much for that. I, I can feel it in my heart, actually. And I was like, hang on, this is a root one. I feel it in my heart. <laughs> I actually wanted to put my hand, I wanted to put my hands up here at some stage, but I was just down here moving energy because I could feel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that is beautiful. What a blessing. Thank you so much for that. Everyone has been very gifted today from your presence. Likewise. Thank you so much, Marlene. Well, um, I'm going to let you go and thank you everyone for joining. If you want to get in touch with Marlene, if you feel the need or the pull to have a reading, I think you're still doing online readings and stuff like that, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Readings. So they can check the online readings and see do they resonate with them and first your page has some reviews there as well. They could check those out. Mysteria. Yeah, that's the heart. That's the heart chakra, Stacey. So that will be, that's where the, a lot of the energy went. Um, I thought that too, Stacey. My internet went down too powerful, Marlene. <laughs> <laughs> what is so right about that? Awesome, guys. Um, Yeah, so check out Marlene on YouTube as well. Like I quite often when I do a meditation in the afternoon, I'll put on, if I've only got like 10 minutes or whatever, I will just go on to, I, I actually go down the list of Marlene's stuff and I go, oh, that one. So I did the chakra one yesterday from about a year ago and frick, man, I've listened to that before, but it was really cool. <laughs> I love it. And also if you guys feel drawn to having a reading with me, feel free to get hold of me as well. I do very similar style um, readings to Marlene. We're both very guided, um, which is great. And I'm just so honored that you have come on and, I really oh, enjoyed these guys. Thanks very much, Victoria. It was wonderful. I really enjoyed it. It was great. Thanks so much. Cool. Thanks, Marley. So, love you guys. I'll see you later. Bye. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for joining the Release Your Blocks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you. So please leave a review and tell me what your favorite takeaway from today was. There is so much more from where this came from. You can also find me at Holistic Energy Shifting on Facebook, where you can find more content, more coaching, and more guidance. Have a grand and glorious day, and I'll see you next time.